This episode of the podcast is sponsored by a company called Wax and Relax. And that's not the cracks on the backs and everything else. <laughs> that is wax melt, guys. And they provide handcrafted and homemade wax melts in all your favorite fragrances. Support a small business and check out, the, check out their website, www.waxandrelaxwith2x's.co.uk. They mate, smell yes. beautiful, guys. I've just had my delivery and they make the room. I get into my mantra and my zen. And, you know, in that, that shirt, yeah. And I get my wax melts on from wax and relax. And I just I go into a different world, man. And they smell amazing. And they're handmade. They're handcrafted by the people who sell them. Um, made with why? love. Made with love. And why at this time would you not support a small business? So, yeah, please check out wax and relax. Double X dot co dot UK. Say, goddamn. You said, all right, all right, all right. I said, let's do a podcast. Let's sit down. Let's get a coffee. Let's just talk about one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Uh. Copy with the sound. Got a little podcast. Grab yourself a little coffee and a podcast. It's so good as well, you know, obviously to see people, you know, making actions out of plans, you know, it's it's great. I was just talking to someone yesterday and um, she was telling me about, you know, makes stuff up in a coffee shop. And I was like, it's just great news to hear when people are doing good things. You know what I mean? It's still in now as well. When you've got the pressure. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what's, it's being a game changer in this whole pandemic, isn't it? It's like the pressure is either put, turn people up or turn people down. Yeah, I, I started by going the wrong way with since the pandemic because obviously I, I went, oh, you know what? I'm not going to build my PT business. I'm not going to do online chair stuff. And I, I went the, the negative, like, it took my life. It took this. It took that. And then, obviously, I started going, well, you know what? I need to I need to um, start the podcast. Or I want to start talking to people. And then I, I just rode with that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just keep riding with that. Um, and it took the the positive out of a really sticky, not sticky situation, but a bad a baddish situation. But I went that wrong way. So, yeah, it is nice to especially a coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It does. It does other like cakes and that as well. But um, I think, yeah, I think at the beginning, I think most people have because obviously it's like car crashing. You like, I oh, was at the factory. Like, oh my god! I mean, it's never. It's it's going to sort itself out next week. So you're kind of like hoping for the best. And then when it weren't, you were like, actually, now I'm really getting annoyed. Um, you know, with Boris going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't know, every Boris. week, yeah, every, just sat waiting sort every week. Sort yourself out, Boris. Just sat waiting for it. Um, but and then I, it's been. There's been levels, there's been flusters, I think, all the way through the whole year. I think, you know, and I bet yourself, you know, you can get, you fall off it and then you get back on it, on the wagon, you get focused on something like this. And then, you know, you you still end up, you know I mean, taking a step back again, feeling like, you know, this is still, it's still a big weight in it. Um, but I, I always, always say, always say, like, you know, I mean, lack of productivity kills. So you need focus in, in any situation, you know, the worst sort of times that you're going through, you need to, one, you know what I mean, try and do your best with the situation in itself, but just try and use your time wisely and then just, like, occupy yourself because, you know what I mean, when you're left on your own, it's when normally is, you know what I mean, when you do the worst damage to yourself. I think my problem was, I don't know if you find it, because you're such a positive, energetic, not just trying to be positive for everyone else, but positive for yourself, mm. as an energetic person, it gets a bit too much mm. sometimes. 
and you have that like i know you've said a social media took yourself off social media and all that stuff and it gets and i think that might, might be why i ran from it to start off because i was just like i'm really struggling here i can't go onto a zoom class and be like hi guys let's do a workout because that ain't me at the moment because i'm struggling and i felt like it was fake and i did a few classes to start off and i would come off them like that was hard work i weren't enjoying it and i think it's because i was being fake yeah so do you find being that energetic person all the time that do you find sometimes it just gets a bit too much like because you're not allowed to be down yeah mad yeah if you're mad, at work mad. and people are like why are you down I'm not down. I'm just quiet for a bit. Like. Yeah, that's it. People notice as well. They're like, oh, you, I mean, exactly that. They're like, oh, you ain't spoken once today. And um, and it is. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm a big believer is, you know what I mean, your thoughts are things and you, you know I mean, you're responsible for your energy that you output. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things. That, and I, I say that, be the person that you want to see in the world and that lot and, and be accountable for your attitude when you leave the house. So, like, I'm one of those people that I try to keep, monetize and, and keep filling my cup up with with things that you know keep my motors going if it's a morning routine if it's you know, it's meditation or anything like that but and then yeah you're gonna hit you're gonna hit walls and that lot and i did like like i said i've gone off social media now but i can remember a few months back i, I did the same thing i came off social media i said well I, I didn't come off it i stopped doing my stories in the morning um and it was because i was exhausted i was exhausted from work um i was me mentally exhausted as well from um just trying to because I was trying to obviously work and then I'm trying to do my personal training course as well. And then when you're trying to balance all these things, what you do is you um you overpromise yourself. You know what I mean? You, you, you give yourself um all this added pressure to yourself to want to succeed because you want to succeed. And when you're in this situation as well, you're like, well, the quicker I can get to um, um, winning my goals of personal training, the closer I can get to doing a job I love again, especially in the, in this pandemic. And that was my, that's my, like, my look on it. And um. But and then you end up just once again overworking yourself and then yeah like I can't I said to my I said to because there was a point where I was I had quite a lot of people watching my story and that like and and I said to them when I come back on it's like yeah I can't I can't come on here and pretend to be something that I'm not if I'm not feeling it I'm not feeling it and it's the same as like if you're with me and um, if I'm upset about something you know a lot of my emotions show on my face so you know even if I'm trying to hide it you know like you'll get it off my energy <laughs> you'll get it you'll feel it. Um, and so my that's just naturally how I am. I can't commute. I can't. I can't converse about. And it's like if someone's bringing up a conversation and they they hit a conver uh, a conversation or they bring up a topic that I'm not really. I don't really agree with. Them, I can't really find the, the the conversation in my in my body. Do you know what I mean? So like it's either I just say oh, okay then. Like do you know what I mean? And I don't. I don't know. No, or you, you try don't. and change it. You, you try you, and change no, it. You, don't. you have got opinions, <laughs> and you've got views, and you show. Yeah, but it, it depends. <laughs> it, it depends on the person, you know, because you can't. You know, some people, you know, you you bang your head against the wall. And it oh, depends yeah. how value. It depends. I mean, it depends on the situation, time. And we're going to see that person again. Is it? Is, is, is I mean, is but yeah, I'm very. I <laughs> I do love putting my opinion across. And the thing is, what well, that's. That's what I mean. That's the um, so get you out of bed in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you, that's what we're here for. We're meant to challenge each other. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we're yeah. we're meant to we're meant to converse. We're meant to have different opinions. And in in you're meant to you know what I mean. You're not meant to just believe. You're meant to question these things. If it's um, I mean, if it is just someone's opinion, the topic, history, or whatever. Um, how boring would it be if we all just agreed with ourselves, agreed with each other? Hey man, like yeah, yeah. we just went okay, cool. Yeah, how much trouble would we be in if we just agreed with the government all the time? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's get let's get into that. Like, obviously, I wanted you here because not just be your energy, your your enthusiasm to everything, to every not just we know. Oh, I know you've got big views on politics and and what's special what's going on now, but. 
you can talk to, stu- to you about stuff that happened 10 years ago and you're passionate about it. Do you know what I mean? Like you've you've always got a point or a, an opinion or a view or a, either it's positive or it could be negative or someone might not agree with it, someone could disagree with it. You've always got, I want to talk about something and I love yeah. that. Like, I love that, which is why I wanted you on. It wasn't just to, to stir the pot. Like it's, it's, it's sick that you have different views. Um, where did that start from? Like... What, um, what, uh, what maybe, triggers you to have such a an insightful thing to the, the big dark web of what the poli- politicians and what politician is? Well, um, let's say the passion. Let's say, talk about the passion because obviously it all it a lot of it um, comes involved. I mean, it, it's based around passion as well because I'm passionate about people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, but like I said, I'm, I am I'm a person. That is, um, I'm highly passionate about everything I do. Most of the things, do you know what I mean, I, I, the things that I like and I'm interested in, um, I, I have an emotional attachment to it. Maybe because um, I'm a creative as well in being in, you know, I mean, performing arts, um, stuff like that. You, and but I've always been, you know, I'm one of those people. I'm like a, I'm like a staff. You know, the dogs, they're really family orientated. You know, what I mean, they can sense, they can sense people. They can, you know, what I mean, they can sense, you know, when you're upset and stuff like that. I'm very empathetic. I believe, you know, what I mean, I can feel like a, I can definitely like sense the energy of a room. I can like, I'm, I feel like I'm quite good at reading people, you know, and um, and I'm also conscious about them things. You know, what I mean, like I, as I work through my teens, um. I mean, I started becoming more conscious about my energy after I started reading this book, The Secret, you know. Um, and then when you start when you start taking a step back and you start trying to analyse the way you think and the way you feel, um, things start looking different. People start looking different, do you know? You start seeing the vibrations around people. You start seeing, you know I mean, the um, the input and the output and then what's valuable and what and if that person's adding value to your life and, and information is, 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 is value. What do you mean by the input, the output? Well, like, as in, like, what are they putting in into your so into your social situation or in your, in your into like if you walk into a room is that person putting out negative energy are they talking about things that um you know about other people are they gossiping are they are you bringing up subjects and then they're shooting them down do you know what I mean um and then like their output is like is that person you know what I mean you know when you say you walk into a room and you like feel a pin drop do you know and there's just a lot of tension a lot of stress but then you can be that room. I, I love being that person sometimes. You can feel it in that lot. But then if you just like start acting silly, you start like, you know, being probably being a bit loud, start poking people and that lot, you can loosen up that you can loosen up that energy, loosen yeah, up that yeah, fog, yeah. clear out the mist. Um and that's what I was talking about earlier about being accountable for you, you know I mean your energy, your output, because it's 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 absorb people absorb it. You know what I mean? You absorb it. If a person's got a high energy and they bounce around the room and in in their positive, you hang around with them for long enough, you're gonna get you're gonna get some of that rub off on you. Yeah. Or if or I find in my life because I'm a bit like you, that I will try and be that energy in the room, whatever it's if you're being positive or being stupid, or bringing up conversation. I find if you get the people who put a wall up to that. They've got their own problems they need yeah. to sort. Yeah. They've got their own yeah. things they need yeah. to start fixing. Yeah, and and yeah, and and truth is, yeah, I mean, a lot of us are trying to fix ourselves as well. Do you know what I mean? We all we all got problems. It's just some people are better hiding them, and um and then that's another one. Like sometimes you have to, uh, um, try and understand people's reactions. Do you know what I mean? And, and think, okay, then well, they maybe they are just having a really bad day today. Do you know what I mean? But you know what I mean that's not an excuse for everyone because some people are just, yeah, you know I mean, see you next Tuesday. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. to keep it kid friendly, but some no, people <laughs> are. Some people definitely are, I mean, and some people are like they're like um, energy vacuums. Yeah, yeah. Like they they put like they, they all they know is like if they're narcissists, they only care about themselves, and they just want to take all your energy, try and put you down to elevate themselves. And then 
you know, some people are just, you know, um, don't know how to act emotionally intelligent enough to act in certain situations as well when you, when you talk about And that's not a bad thing. It's like when I talk to people about, you know, going, when you're looking for a, a, in your passions or in your goals and you're looking to better yourself in a different way and, you know, when you're trying to do them transitions, sometimes your friends are not going in the same direction as you. And then sometimes that can be, you know what I mean, it can hold you back a bit. Um, or that's not because they don't care. It's just because they're not familiar with the direction you're going in. And so they can't imagine it themselves. So when you when you're talking about business and you're talking about elevating, yeah, you know I mean your brand and you're talking about things, but they they they're already in a system of work where they don't have to think about their work anymore or anything like that. So they they're not having them thoughts. Yeah. So it's hard for you to brainstorm with them people that are around you. So sometimes you need to set yourself somewhere else to get that little bit of edge and that little bit of help and that little bit, of, you know, what I mean, a little bit of a nudge. Um, you know what I mean your vibe is you try around people you hang around with successful people shortly short. That's, that, I, do you think that's helped so, so guys who are watching and listening you don't know me and Reese connected through uh, work so we both lost our jobs uh, or businesses he was a performer travelling the world um, performing um, dancing I was doing what I was doing and we actually met through uh, DPD so we both work at DPD but do you think because of what's happened, the amount of creative people that are at DPD has helped us get through it. So there's like there's about seven of us that have come from performing backgrounds that all linked, we all got on. That's helped us get through the DPD job as such because we, we're we all like-minded people. You, If you imagine going there and it was just you, you took me out of it, Chris out of it, Adam out of it, all those, C- Curtis, your mate out of it, um, what's the name, uh, J- uh, Josh out of it. And you were just you and those DPD workers that have been there for five years. How sucking and energy draining. Yeah. Like big, big shout out to them. I love them, but mm. they're not who we are. They're not yeah. like us. Mm. They want to be there in 15 years time yeah. and they're happy earning all their money at DPD and that's it. But they would suck us dry. Yeah. Yeah. Not in a good way. Yeah. Um, they, <laughs> they would, they would, they would take our energy vampire because they're not energy vampires on purpose. They're just not creative. Yeah. They just don't, they have, they don't have that visualization. You know what I mean? They, they're, and it's once again it's that it's that that system in in this 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 lane that they're going down, and being around their social circle as well. It's like we, we we've always been around creative people. You're always meeting people that are trying to innovate and trying to do different things. And um, when you're self-employed in that light, and you're going by contract by contract, you know you're always looking forward to the next job. Yeah. Um, but these people, like I say, these people have um, been in DPD, and they've been in there for many years, and they still some of them haven't got the initiative and the drive to climb the ladder. So if you've been there for already five, ten years, where where was the um where was, you know, the, the edge in the beginning saying, actually all right, I've been here a couple of years, now I want to be manager. Take a look at me. Look at me now, talk to manager, say, I want that I want that training. Um, you know, the the need to level up all the time, to learn new skills. These people and this is a lot in society and this is why I try and tell people like, that we've been robbed. A lot of people have been robbed of their superpowers. Like they, they like the system's built as well to be. You know what I mean, for a poor society, for you know, um, for, for for suppression and that lot because they need they need that 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 change in levels. You know what I mean, the, the, the class. Um, because if you know, it, like even in, in the minute what we're going to get in talking to about consumerisms and that are of you know, and in the struggle that middle class is happening now. If you just had a like just middle class and then upper class. And people were consuming as much as you know. What I mean, well, over consuming, um, buying everything and everything, and um, we'd have a bigger problem with the with the sustainable and the global warming problem, um, because we just don't need so much things. But um, yeah, like they 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 just don't 
like they're not being taught they've not been taught and they've, they've not had the the support to to encourage them to to think bigger and better yeah and, and this is and i definitely believe that like um it's all mindset you know the in like you said these people have been at this job for a long time and in some of the some of their lives right now in this whole pandemic haven't changed yeah. Like our lives have changed dramatically. These people haven't changed at all. So they, they, they're not even seeing the repercu- repercussions and they're not even feeling it on a personal level because they haven't had to change anything themselves. They just can't go to the pub and, 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 and that. So, you know, when you're watching the news and that lot and you're seeing the stories, in, in your, they're not really involved. They're not really involved in the situation what's going on right now. They don't really care what's going on as much because yeah. their job's normal. They're, they're doing normal things. Um, I believe the people that have taken the the most notice, the biggest, con- uh, you know I mean, and have the most concerns are the middle class, are, are self-employed people that, you know, have, have watched their jobs dissolve, watched their industry be dismantled and now are struggling and having to, you know, do jobs that are polar opposites to what they normally do and in which is a battle of, of, of emotions and, you know I mean, on, on just a spiritual level as well. Um for your soul you know I, sometimes you know, i mean when i first started dpd i was i felt like it was soul destroying for me because we are creatives you know what i mean i live out of my passion i live out of my soul i'm used to living next to the beach and the sea and dancing do you know what i mean and and it's now i'm in this like in the what the what you mean the concrete junk the concrete jungle <laughs> and in this all this all this mechanics and all, all this um auto shop kind of this work it's mechanical yeah but that's that's where i ended up so uh, adam and chris have just bought cars haven't they the two yeah. lads um they will be on the podcast um and i was so like okay cool you bought a car and then i come away from that and was like that was not the reaction that i should have had i should have been like congratulations you've lost your career and you've turned something good bad into something good that you've managed to work hard enough to buy a car i should have said congratulations because they're already in a hole where they don't want to be mm. And I shouldn't have been like, yeah, cool, you bought a car, nice one. Mm. Uh, so I went back the next day and we're like, bro, congratulations for buying that car. Congratulations for working so hard. Congratulations for turning something so negative into something positive. Like me with the house. At the moment, that's what's driving me to go to this job. Is I'm like, I've got a house at the end of the tunnel. Whatever happens at the end of that, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I've started to think about that now, how I'm going to feel after. Mm. I bought this house. Will I want to stay there? Will I not want to stay there? Like, ah, it's going to be the struggle. Yeah, um, it would just be building as well at the beginning. Obviously, I mean, it's going to be all, it's all going to be fun and new. So once you've built it and that lot and you've got it, I'm sure you'll probably, when you, you get comfortable, you've, you've probably made, you know I mean, your feng shui and that lot. And then you'll be like, oh, actually, let's do this again. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Let's go somewhere else and do this again. Um, so you're saying about uh, we've been robbed and the middle class and stuff like that. See, so do you think that's just us as performers or just creatives, as in like coffee shop owners? pub owners micro pub owners uh, any business really that can't survive now it does feel i don't get too in it to, to to create too many arguments but it just does feel like as long as you can go and work as part of a machine then they'll let you work yeah and i think that's why it's hard to create an argument against that now especially now that this is a government thing because it's so hard to create that because if you actually look at it, oh, well, you're happy to go and mix with 100 people, 150 people at DPD because that company is paying billions in tax, but you can't go and work for yourself because you're only paying a £1,000 tax a year. Mm. And that's the way it starts to feel. And I, I, th- I think people who aren't in our field don't see that. Like you were saying, they're just, I don't know, people at DPD are like, what do you mean? What do you mean it's a government thing? Yeah, they, 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 it's like they don't... They don't see the bigger picture as much. Like if, you're, if you've not really felt the effects, why are you going to care that much? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you say if you was 
a teen, a young teenager, or you know, if you're in your, say, if you're in your early twenties, and say if you live at your parents' house, um, you have a really nice house. They have a really nice house. They've got a load of money saved. You've got a load of money saved. Um, so and then you're getting furloughed. You're getting furloughed. You're getting a bit more money. You're comfortable. You know what I mean? You're living quite comfortable now. Um, so you're not really bothered. You're off from that job you furloughed. It's not affecting you that much. You don't see the detrimental effects. You're not feeling the serious, you know what I mean, um, hurt or pain as a person that's worked for 10 years to build a company, 10 years in, in an industry, on their worked on their craft, um, put hours in administration, you know, um, hours in a visualisation and, and so on. And now it's all been just pulled, pulled to a stop. And, you know, the uncertainty of when, when it's starting again, if it's starting again. And I'm just going to say now, like anyone that watches as well, if you if you want to know a little bit more, man, like the Economical Forum talks, um, I've, I've been watching them and it talks to stuff like, you know, um, working in the future and sustainable development. And there's um, a talk and a woman, I remember she says, and she's like, if your, bod- if, your bod- if your business is not resilient, it's not sustainable. So right now, if you look at what's resilient, be, be um, fast food is resilient, you know. Um, you know, I mean, Amazon factory work, you know, these are all resilient. Yeah, they're still working, they're still open. So if your body, if your business is not resilient, it's not sustainable. And in the future, everything has to be sustainable because that's the angle, that's the direction we're going into today. Sustainable development, you know. And um, so, what's that say? What are they saying? They're saying, well, you know, all the other people that are in these middle class jobs. You know, and uh, are going to have to retrain. We're going to have to upskill. And there will be still entertainment jobs in there somewhere. Do you know, there's still going to be, you know, um, you know, service jobs as well. Um, you're going to need, you know what I mean? If you went to a show or, or something, you don't want a robot to come out. This is what they're saying. You don't want a robot to come out and, and commentate and, you know what I mean, give you the um, the outlook of the show. You want something more human to that. Does it worry you, though, that it's going to end up all streamed? Yeah, well, this is, yeah, I was talking to my friend, like, and even to the point, like, this is, me looking looking to the, you know, the future but you know i can see what i feel like is coming as well is entertainment's going to get replaced it's going to get minimized and replaced by stuff like um it will get paced with vr so like cinemas and stuff like that um you you won't go to much cinemas and like um you'll go to like you'll just have you'll buy your vr you'll sit at home and you'll have this VR experience where it's like i mean it's surrounds you you feel I, like you're I in think the cinema cinemas are done because yeah. especially during this pandemic uh, Disney, uh, Netflix, all, all they've, so- they've still been building movies yes. and they've still been releasing movies. So if they can do that, what's the point in the cinemas having them? Mm. If they can just do it and you go at home and go, oh, The Rock's made a new movie, Netflix, buy that sound. Yeah. And then imagine if you can put a VR on and then you're sitting in a cinema also and it's massive screen and you, you know what I mean, and you're totally like in the movie. Um, also, holograms. You know, holograms. People. Pe- the thing what is... What about the crowd though? Like, especially in your... That's the thing that worries me about the entertainment industry. That's great, whatever, movies. And it's annoyed me they've still been able to make movies during the pandemic. Yeah. Like, there's one come out about the pandemic. Oh, my. Oh, have you like, seen it? I'm not watching no, it. No, bro. I want to tell people, don't go and watch it. It's called <laughs> The Bird, uh, Bird Song. Um, I don't know. You know, there's a new movie as well with Gerald Butler about, you know. One, about one called The COVID-23. Yeah, t- yeah, this is, yeah <laughs> so but that's exactly what it's, the, that, the Bird Song, it's called The, um, oh, okay. the COVID-23. And um, it's, you know, it's fear-mongering. Every, I mean, the amount of suicides that we've got at the moment, amount of people that don't know where to put their head. It, 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 I mean, in this crisis, that are feeling emotionally drained, emotionally, you know, I mean, destroyed. And now, you know, I mean, these directors think, oh, okay, then what we're gonna do is we're gonna chuck a bit of gasoline on the fire 
and we'll um we'll make a movie about how it's going to get extremely worse and that if you leave your house you'll get shot and um you know it it just when you sit back from it you're like who was on the overlook of this? You know, who was on the board and thought, you know, this is what we need right now in this crisis. This is how we need to make money. You know, and it, that it's always like on a moral standard, and the moral standard of the world is wrong. It, it's corrupt, and, and, it, and it's built around money, and you know, and it's built around you know. And, and these are also, I feel like it's also emotional tactics as well. You know, it also comes into like programming, and you know, because on the movie um you know there's um there's bits like where you check your temperature on your phone and yeah, this is that. this stuff's coming out as well like this is legit stuff that's coming out that they're trying to prototype in that lot and that they, they, you know i mean they, this is the future as well so they, what they do as well movies are a slot uh, on hand programming you know what i mean they, they, they're they're future programmers they, they allow you to it's like um if you were to how how you feel like you should act in a situation because you've watched so many of these movies you're like okay i kind of understand how i act or how i should act in a certain situation um and the Gerard Butler one as well. I mean, there's a meteor shower coming and then all the rich people oh, yeah, are selected or something and they're, they're getting a bunker. Um, yeah, another, another film about how the world's going to end. Look, bloke, <laughs> I mean, can we bring out some love? Can, can, can somebody... Can, you know I mean? A bit of love, actually. Yeah, can we, Christmas yeah. movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Can someone make a movie about Bob Marley, a really good one, or said? <laughs> because, yeah, right, you know, we need that's some the, love in the world. So, like I said, that's, that's the thing that gets me. The, the worst thing that gets me is... What you can't go and dance, but they can get together and make a movie. Strictly come dancing. It's all the rich things that have been allowed to go on. Time to get out. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's been this rich things that have still been happening, and that's what if you. I try not to think so deep like you do, like because I think that can suck a lot of your energy to think so much about it. Because guess what? We can't do anything about it. We can't do nothing about it, and that's the worst thing. But that the fact that they've been able to make this movie. When we're not allowed to leave our house, yeah, they would like strictly come dancing because they can afford to. Or if I had millions of pounds, I could afford to have put all my guests into um, uh, quarantine two weeks before, and I'll pay for them to live there, and I'll do this, and, and it's like, so because you, you've got no money, you can't survive. Yeah, and no, I mean, and like, like you say, sustainability, li- live tokens, live tokens. Yeah, you know I mean, if you ain't got no live tokens, you can't. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> you, you can't live to the fullest. I mean, that's what money is, isn't it? It's it's fun tokens. It's, and I, yeah. I, 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 this, throughout this whole thing, I have to take a bit of a 50-50 on the fence uh, take to it. But I believe it's all real, and I believe it's real. But I believe that it came from somewhere, planned from somebody, something we planned. Maybe if it wasn't all the governments, it was planned by someone. And also that if it wasn't part of them, other governments have capitalised on it, on a problem. There's been a problem... They've capitalised. So even like our government, they've there's been a problem. They've capitalised. They've opened businesses. Yeah. That have They've helped it. Yes, they've got loads of money. They can make pipettes and they can make stuff that delivers coronavirus checks and stuff. But why should they profit from it mm. when they're making enough money as it is? Yeah. Um. And bro, talking about like obviously where does it originate from? Obviously, you know what I mean. The story is Wuhan. They said first it was a bat. You know, they said first it was a bat. Um. Now they're saying it's frozen fish. So now they're saying. I mean, the Chinese are saying. Well, maybe it come from frozen fish, come from on the boat. Um, I know for a fact, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying I know for a fact where it come from. I know for a fact in 2015, you can check on the Nature Publications, it's a, a medical journal, that they, they created a mutated coronavirus from the origin of a bat in Wuhan. So, you know, 
if, if we're not talking facts, but we're talking, you know, a bit suspicious. Yeah, they've yeah. All, they've they're already. I mean, working on that material in Wuhan. So what I mean, who's to say it didn't escape out the lab? That's one thing that annoys me. That even if it did come from a lab, it yeah. come from a lab, it was an absolute mistake. No, no one was in plan. All the conspiracies out the window. The governments weren't involved. Blah blah blah. It released what? Why has that just disappeared, bro? If me and you just suddenly went round shooting people in the street and killing thousands of people, it would be a big thing. That's that's what happened. If it goes, this lab has released something that's killed millions of people or hundreds of people. Why? Where's, why, it, where's it gone? Where's it gone? Where's it gone from the news? We're now worried about Texas being snowed under. Like, where's that? Why is that not a thing? Still, like, if, like I say, if we went out on the street and shot someone, we'd be spoke, spoke about for years after. Mm. Because it doesn't fit the agenda. Do you? I mean, it, it, they don't want to. They is, don't, that, is that this agenda twenty twenty one you were well, talking about? Well, agenda twenty twenty one is built around sustainable development, which I was talking about earlier, and that was um, it was put in legislation well it's from the united nations um if you search the um oh, it was 1992 world earth summit in rio de janeiro it's where all like the all the presidents and all that lot go in talk about global warming co2 emissions and stuff like that and there was um there was a big speech from you know the president of brazil and he goes in on this big speech and it's basically talking about how you know i mean the world's damned and the world's doomed because of the middle class over consuming you know, and you know we're it's it's a Western living and that lot that's destroying the planet, and it, we I mean we, we can't look for all the most of the pollution and stuff like that in the ocean and that which is correct. Do you know, you know poor countries it's not, um, and that we should need to we need to share our wealth and that lot. But they I mean they're blaming us, but the person who created the system is themselves. And this always gets me, makes me laugh. They making the products. You know, it's these presidents, it's the, it's these um, elected officials that sign these contracts that allow rainforests to be destroyed, you know what I mean, palm oils to be built, and then the products that are made off there that they sell us, which they advertise so well, which, you know what I mean, they pay scientists to work on advertisement to manipulate people's emotions to make them buy, yeah, now it's our fault. So this is what, and now they've got to stop and reset the whole world on the Great Reset, the Build Back Better plan that you're seeing now, people talk about, you know, if it's the royals and, and, and so on, and, um, you know, the econ economical forum, it's all built around that as well. It's happened a few times, hasn't it? They, they say every 10 years, but it has happened. Yeah. It's all a bit obvious, not obvious, but it is obvious. And I get it. Like I, I stood at work yesterday and said um, that I understand that if we're overrun, because we just keep having babies, we just keep, we keep going, we keep going. We're, we're not, we're, scientists keep creating better medicines. They keep making us live longer. We live longer. So, I understand we could end up really overrun. And I feel like it's instead of them saying like China did when they said you can only have one baby, instead of them saying that, that this could have been part of a some sort of plan because we are going to get overrun. If we just keep making babies, yeah, we're making babies quicker than we die. Yeah. And um, I think, yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree that there should be some sort of talk. But the thing is, we've not been involved. And I want to just say, I'm not saying that the coronavirus itself is a plan because I've had it. I've been yeah. there, I've had it, and it was harsher than any flu I've ever had. So mm. I know it was whatever it was. It yeah. was something, I've had it. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that maybe this has happened and the governments have piggybacked, right, this is something we're going to we're gonna benefit from. Yeah. Um, and we I, can. I, I mean, I'll say... I'll say... You also, can happily say what you want. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say, you know, maybe, you know I mean? I mean, is it impossible? You know I mean, that... Yeah, a, a virus was released 
so slow to make a global emergency there so they could change global policies. You know, when you, you, you're kind of crossing the, the, the I's and dotting the T's or whatever they call it, you know, this there was a virus made in Wuhan, you know, I mean, there's been all these viruses. Obviously, I know um, the influenza virus, the flu virus, um, it mutates all the time as well. But, you know, every four years or something, we always get like a brand new virus of its swine flu, foot in mouth, of its, you know, mad cow disease. You know, these things just pop up. Um, it's not it's not not heard of that you know military exercises mil biological warfare has been tested on populations you know to find out results um i seen something going viral just like the other day and it was an old old paper and um old post about you know how the uk government let anthrax off into the tube to see how far it was spread between two two tube stations and didn't tell any of the people on, on the tube or anything like this. So, you know, once again, a secret operation. What? I know, I know. You could, like, you could type that in Google, put, you know, I mean, UK government, anthrax um, on the tube train, um, the train tube and that lot, and you'll see, you know what I mean, that, that was out there. The publications, well, after so many years, these documents end up coming out. This is the fun thing about it. Like, governments will refute and will, um, deny certain operations and then, like, 20 years later... It's like Freedom Information Acts or something, you know. Let's let's talk about another one. Look, because when I you were talking about, let's go back. You said, "Oh, when did you first get into?" You know what I mean, into conspiracies or into sort of sort of stuff. Conspiracy, I find a funny word anyway. But um, I was about to say, let's not say conspiracy. Let's say that you think the government's they're challenging the narrative. They have a plan and they do what they want. Yeah, like challenging the narrative. It's like these people the are day, in It's like a business, which is why Trump did so well because he was a businessman and he run the world like a business. And then that's why like, well, we can't have him in here. Like because this ain't this doesn't look politically right. Yeah. So they have to have been these politicians that look nice. Like we all loved Boris for a bit, but it's all the idiots behind him. Yeah. That of course he ain't making any decisions. No, none of them make decisions. He is like, not they're, making they're, any decisions. I mean they're they're all they're all being given. You know, it's like the news. It's like um, you know, the person that reads the news hasn't done investigative journalism not anymore. Anyway, they read it off a prompter. Yeah. And it's the same. It's it's the same for this. Um, it's, it's the well, same for right me. now, right here. The Coffee Sun podcast is real. It's all real, it's baby. Real. <laughs> That's it. Off it's the dome, real. straight off the dome. It's real. Um, but you know, and that's why you you disconnect from it as well because you feel the I mean the lack of um authenticity on it a lot as well and that's what confuses a lot of people because they even look confused as well. You know what I mean when they're talking about certain things. Um, but I first got into it like when I was younger in my in my teens and that lot, and it's like question what it is i did get into like that con conspiracy thing at the beginning because my, my friend put me onto geoengineering you know what i mean my, i watched zeegeist as well when i was young zeegeist isn't like the best documentary but it's a good documentary it talks about they go into like um so socialism they go into like you know religion they go into like false flags and um but i remember like watching the first episode and it talks about religion at the beginning and it talks about you know the birth of jesus and how, like, on the constellations of astrology, like, on the 24th of December, for a celeste, a, so, a certain, like, solar celeste, um, 24th of December, the bright st star Sirius ends up aligning up with the um, Orion's belt, which in biblical terms is called the Three Kings. So, on the 24th to the 25th, the bright star in the sky aligns up with Orion's belt, the Three Kings, pointing down to the east, the rise of the sun. And now, Jesus was a pagan sun god. That's why he's a circle around the back of his head. Yeah, Jesus travelled around with 12 disciples, the same as the sun travels around with 12 zodiac circles. Yeah, zodiac signs. So, you know, people back in the day didn't know how to um, verbalise, well, they know how to verbalise, but certain different to us. Um, and they, they watched, they star watchers. 
So they've seen how basically seasons change. They see how you know full moons. They've seen because they used to, most of the time they used to look at the look at the stars. You know what I mean, and you know native Indians and that lot. They know they can that by the temperature, the humidity, and that lot. They're, they're so in tune with the ground and the I earth. Love all that. They, they they know the see when the seasons come and how how it's how it's changing. So people used to worship the sun. You know this you can see this in certain different characteristics on different religions. But the sun brought light today, harvest a crop. So this is of course they worship the sun. You know what I mean? It fed yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and then now they just elaborated and made all these stories around it. Do you know? Um, and you move through different zodiacs, and, and they all have different representatives. Jesus was Pisces. You know the the fish, the man with the fish, and that's why in 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 USA in that lot, what's Jesus represented by a fish? Do you know what I mean? The fish sign in that lot. Um, and then I watched that and I was like, bro, that, that resonates. Do you know what I mean? And then it talks about the first Jesus. One of the first Jesuses was Horos. You know what I mean? He, he, um, he was an Egyptian god. He was the son of um, Enkius, but his brother was called Set. And Horos was the, the, the god of the sun. So he'd rise in the morning and in the, af- in the afternoon he'd fight his brother Set. And Set would win and Set brought the sun set and, and, and the night would come and then and once again he'd fight him in the morning he'd win and then the sun would rise um, but if you look for astrology there's so many different meanings to, to you know the, the biblical stories so you're like okay then so you know a lot of people believe in in religion but you know you go alright and what's the other side of the story the astrology so you just start seeing two different sides of the story and you're like well I mean that, that goes for everything so and then my mate puts me on to geoengineering so chemtrails and that lot. And when I was younger, people but call me back. Like so, I'm used to like I'm used to going against the grain. People calling me crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I uh, think you're crazy sometimes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes and, and, I'm like, you're right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, game, game on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> game on the podcast. Well, get the nutter on there. Um, <laughs> but and then we, but remember where you're at. Put a pin. Remember where you're at when you so you can carry on. Mm. That's the problem though. When people speak out, they get seen as crazy. They then get shut down. They mm. then disappear because mm. you're not with the grain. Yeah, and that's the problem. And you see that in movies. You see that people talk about it now. You see it in the in the past. People saying, "Well, I think this is right." And if it, if I think this is the right thing, and if people don't agree with that, it just disappears slowly. Yeah, you see it. There's no you see it in minimal stuff with this podcast. Yeah, if if you put something in a in a in a, a thumbnail that maybe people don't agree with, you see your views drop. Yeah, you have to put stuff in there like, oh my God, I love the life or I love the world or I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like, you put things in there. Oh, I want to see that. If you put something that could maybe go against the grain, 50% won't watch it because they are the other side. That's fine. But then 25 won't watch it or won't agree because they're like, well, I don't want to be part of that. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's this, um, uh, I was talking to a friend and he he, he said, um, he, he spoke about this theory that makes a lot of sense. There was this theory called the tribal theory. And you can search this up as a tribal theory. And, and then what they did is they did like a little test and um, they got a group of people, a group of people that never met each other before. And um, what they did, they put them in a the room and then what they did is showed them a video of um, all the different hands of the people getting a hammer hit, a hammer hit in their hands. And you would see the reaction on their minds. And the person would have no reaction apart from the, the white, like say they were all different origins as well. So say the white man would only have a reaction when the white hand got hit because of his resemblance to it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. is occurrence to it um and then similar to the black man the same the indian man the same um but when they put them in groups they put them in groups and then they still didn't know anything about each other but they but they you know what i mean they they were um 
they were they were separating in groups, so they identified with each, with each other, even not knowing anything about each other. But so then, as soon as they did the the test again, every time that somebody in their group would get a, a bang on the hand, that same flutter in the mind of you know anxiety would pop off as well. So you know, I mean, it's and, and it boils down to this like identification. Even if you don't know it, you know, I mean, if you I you we like to be in groups, like and and, and we like to like have it have a unit of connectability not so, being alone yeah and, and it, so it's like right now what you see as well it's like it's hard because it's hard to explain but you know the masks i, I wear masks you don't wear masks mm-hmm. two group two different groups if you don't wear a mask i don't like you yeah i'm not even going to give you a chance i don't like you so it's this group mentality of like you're on the opposite side to me yeah i'm not going to give you the time of day do you know um and and some people don't even know why they're doing it but it's because they they like they don't know that they that they, they, they they're, they're lacking information. They're lacking personal actual opinion or views on it. They just know that they're in a group that don't like people that don't wear like masks. And that is literally one of the, the situations we I, have. I nearly put a post out, mate, saying, obviously, with all this stuff going on, I'm like, can we just go back to, like, vegans hating people who do, do keto? <laughs> can we just go back to that argument on Instagram, please? Because that would be so much better. I, I, I thought that was going to be, like, enough. I'd rather go back to that. Yeah. Can, like, can, like, intermittent fasting... St- can they hate the people who overeat? Can they? Can we just go back to arguing about that than yeah, arguing about school. yeah about? But I, I understand what you mean, and you get that like, like people get aggressive about stuff for no reason. Like I get it if you're seeing it as dangerous. You rock into a shop, you've been told to wear a mask. You walk into a shop, you're putting everyone at risk. Yeah, I get that. But when you're like miles away or you're not around someone, like why are you saying that? Well, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And what like people, people, please. What are you doing wearing a mask on on the street on your own? <laughs> it drives me mad. It drives me lunar. Why are you wearing a mask? You like literally, I see people on their own in the street. There's no one next to them, and they've got their mask on. Bro, someone told me a story at work. I'm not going to take it as my own story. So he was leaving work, saw someone in the street wearing a mask, smoking. You can't. You can't. So he's outside on his own, five o'clock in the morning, pulling his mask down. Oh my days! How bad is that for you as well? Putting it back up. Oh no! Smoking and then putting his mask back up. One, where's the coronavirus coming from? Yeah. Two, you're smoking anyway, mate. You're you're putting a life sentence on yourself as it is. Exactly. What you should do is you should stop smoking, and you might have more chance of surviving the coronavirus because your lungs will be better. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because you know the strong ain't dying. (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, it's 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 really sad, and it. I mean, obviously, the loss of any life is is. I mean, is not good. Um, but the, most of the cases in, in in the studies and that lot are showing that a lot of the uh, people that are just you know seem to be healthy, but they well the are lower than sixty. Most of them are obese. Do you know what I mean? And most of them stuff like that. And like I say, it's not it's not good to lose anyone, but it's important as well to. You know what I mean, we, we'd have to take accountability for our health. Do you know what I mean? In, instead of you know right now, where is I don't see like there's been a few posts and that, but I don't see. The government putting out great amounts of information on 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 telling people trying to you know i mean encourage better better ways of living you know what i mean a better um food you know what i mean but that's uh, the big argument with the gyms isn't yeah. it like i get it i get the gyms there could be a lot of people there but the study, the study shows though that, that you know i mean the study did show that even for the first lockdown yep. that you know i mean the least amount of spread was in gyms because uh, you know i mean i get that with the studies but if you look at it as a person who's not a gym goer not a scientist not a nothing you think about the amount of services being touched the amount of, do you know what i mean the amount of heavy the breathing sweat. the amount of heavy breathing like you're you you touch something how have you f- there could be f- within an hour 40 people have touched that dumbbell within an hour minimum mm. like uh, and that's 
to me, probably the way they've looked at it. And then the fact that you're breathing heavily, you're maybe projecting this further than what statistically it shows. I get it that statistically the, the, the data has showed that the spread was not as much because you've got people who actually want to clean themselves and shower and they yeah. want to look after themselves yeah, yeah. and they want gyms. Whereas in a shopping centre, a lot of people don't care. They ain't cleaning their hands. They're touching everything. They're mm. picking a... They're still, even in the middle of a pandemic, they're like, I don't want this banana. I'll put it back. Well, no, you've touched it, bro. You haven't it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, like that's what I mean as well. And like we, the thing is, we need to look at the statistics. Like, you need to look at data and information and you obviously you need to analyse. This is what I'm talking about. Like when... Like the what, what I like to do, in you know, when people say, "Oh, you know I mean, if you're not following the narrative, then you're some like right now. If you're not following the narrative, you're a lunar. You might have psychological problems. Like we we might need to section you, like if you don't follow this narrative right at the minute. Like that's what they were saying when the protests were run on the news. And then I had people that were close to me saying, "Look, you're just, you know I mean, you're attaching yourself to this and you're trying to find answers." I'm not trying to find answers. There's answers out there for starters, and you're looking for you're looking for something to give you purpose. That's what someone said to me once, and I was like. Brother, you're so far gone that, yeah, you know I mean, and, and I know that you just repeated that off the news because I've, I've seen that on the news and you've just basically mimicked a, a sentence off the news that, you know, that I, that's, that's okay. Yeah, you know I mean, if that's your thought and that's your process, that's okay. And that's what makes me confused about, about podcasts and stuff that f they've been going now for, say, let's say 10 years. They're not being like podcasts. You can sit and say what you want, and they probably are monetized down the line. Like if you just say something on here that maybe Spotify doesn't agree with on their little algorithms, it might be pushed to the back. But you can still be on there saying it. Yeah. YouTube, you can still be on there saying it, and I think that's great for mm. the world. You're sitting here saying your views. You couldn't sit on the news and say your views like that. And I think that's great. But how? Why hasn't it? I don't want it to be monetized mm. but i feel like they're missing something if they are trying to monetize the world but why I've, are they not monetizing this stuff yeah no I, f I think a lot of it is you know it's how broad the spectrum is like you can't literally see it like, i mean the ai is getting better and ai is, <laughs> is going to overtake like, i mean what we, we we can fathom yeah like That's ai bro yeah if you can remember my passwords better than i can yeah members i mean exactly what that you say jogged me. that <laughs> jogged me someone said to me uh elon musk on joe rogan's podcast said AI is here already, then yeah. you know. You are a cyborg already. I was like, I was like what do you mean? And he it. said, that thing in your hand, I said, yeah, he said, can remember your passwords better than you can. And I was like, well, actually it can. And then I buy a new laptop. That just says transfer them over. It remembers yeah. my passwords. Mm. It remembers my internet. It remembers where I went 10 months ago. I don't remember that. Mm. Like, it's already here. Like, big. Your logs are down. Do you know what I mean? Your logs here. are down. Like, and, uh, bro, I was... As well, this is, um, once again, I was watching Economical Forum Talks yesterday, yeah, and the night before. Like, I watch them all the time, diff different chats, and they were talking about AI, the innovation, and this is what I'm talking about. This is why, as well, because when I talk to people, they're like, oh, where do they think, like, you get this information, like, if I'm talking about, you know, um, the future. Facebook. Yeah, they think, oh, there's just some <laughs> geezer in his, like, in his attic with, like, long hair and, like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. Just making it Yeah, up. I mean, a ba Batman outfit on <laughs> is, t is telling you all this information. No. Um, I check references. I check, oh, you know I mean, o other news articles. I check, you know what I mean, publications in the medical journals. I, you know I mean, I, I look for the the other side of the story. Of, you know I mean, from high, highly credited professionals that work at big universities and stuff like this. Um, and then you come to a conclusion. And in, in, in all the time, there's going to be two stories, and normally one's getting paid. So you need to try and follow the money as well. Um, 
and they were talking about on the World Economical and the World Economical Forum and talking about AI and how fast it's going to become and how the algorithms are going to be, you know, and they, they're basically talking about how you know they've got to keep on top of it, not overpassing us, and how people are going to have to once again. They was talking about middle class because this is going to affect the middle class the most, and how people have to train upskill in the next five ten years. You're going to have a lot of automated driving cars, you know, a lot. Yeah, Elon Musk. Yeah, he's, like, he's already like, made them. Uh, an abundance of them. Like you're going to have like so many, so many different things. In a lot of jobs in factories and stuff like this are going to get automated as well. Like mm-hmm. people don't know what's coming. Like a lot of jobs are coming, and you know what? You know what you're going to do. You're going to end up on um, universal credit. They're talking about it a lot. Yeah, on these talks, all these big, big heads, billionaires. Yeah, you know I mean politicians, scientists. Yeah, innovators from Silicon Valley. Yeah, I mean, are all talking about how our lives are going to be. Yet we've had no input on it. We've had no vote. We've had no. We've had no one ask us. Yeah, it's all just going to come bam. Yeah, and then we're going to have to roll with it. We're going to have to upskill. We're going to have. But if you're a bloke that's fifty, you're driving trucks. Yeah, these have already. They're already practiced them last year. Self-driving lorries. Yeah. Now Barry, who's fifth there, is going to lose his job to a self-driving lorry. He can't retrain. He can't do nothing. So now he's going to go on a, a basic um, in, income wage from the uni- um, global universe, well, universal to wage. see Barry, 50 in a bar. Yeah, Barry's <laughs> just going to be in the bar, like, living it up. Hopefully Barry goes to Canada or maybe the Caribbean or something, gets his selfie. Yeah, I mean, nice chills, little yeah. place, yeah, yeah, gets his feet up. <laughs> uh, but that's, like, this is, like, these are things I like to watch. And people aren't. People aren't paying attention to... Because if you want to you follow... you If you're... Cons- thing is this thing has affected our whole world yeah why are you not paying attention why do you not want to know about the future like so when like why are you why are you so afraid of these conversations do you know what i mean if somebody's telling you that which what a uh, different story that the tv's telling you because you're accepting the one that's coming off the tv and this is a majority of people you're accepting the bbc story but you don't want to hear a different story because that might hurt your reality and now what 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 reese is saying is i think there's let's take away take away a pandemic take away anything that's gone on the last year two years year sorry take that away this stuff goes on every day yeah so why are you not looking in your fu- into your future that's what it means not like because i think the problem with it is because it's attached to death it's hard to stand and go i think it's the government because yeah, okay. you're then standing against well i'm happy with deaths the government are killing everyone yeah this and pe- i think this that's is- why people get worried to say I'm scared about the future. Whereas you take away the deaths, take away the, the pandemic, take away the virus, take all that away, and then you still have governments that are creating things that are stealing your jobs or like the AI or um, forcing, let's say there's not even a pandemic or no deaths and they force us into these warehouse jobs. Would you kick off then? Mm. And probably you would because there's nothing else attached to it. Mm. And, and the thing is as well, this is what I mean. You know, these, this, um, these global emergencies happened in perfect time with you know their transitions if when i was talking about sustainable development agenda 21 they're, they're changing the the civilization for the 21st you know what i mean um center um and but they've got 2030 they've got they've got um they've got um rules and they've got um markers that they have to hit for population for sustainable development and businesses and that like by 2030 and they talk about them on, i mean on these committee meetings on these um, conferences and stuff like this that was like government yeah they, yeah there's like all these top wigs and that lot talking but government's talking about you know, i mean how they're working towards the agenda 2030 yeah i mean this is a united nations policy you can go and check it out on the internet it's not a conspiracy you know they're talking about taking back yeah you know, i mean um lands in, in you know for national parks and stuff they're protecting the planet from the people 
you know, it's in sustainable living. You know what I mean? The, the most perfect civilization is in compact areas. And so, you know what I mean? They're moving everyone out of the, uh, I mean, the, the, the countryside and that lot, taking back the land. They want everyone in compact buildings in the cities. So why? Because you can monitor, you can control, and you can you, you can keep your eye on people in the cities. And you can, it's like you can keep the influx and the energy of money. And you, you know what I mean? It's, you can control what's going on. And then, so they're going to want people to drive less cars. I mean, they're going to want people to, you know what I mean, have minimum space. Um, you know, in the future, it's going to be very difficult to be owning a house. You know what I mean? And stuff like this. And then, um, but this all, this these all were planned years ago. They've been talking about it. This global emergence happened. And now they're saying that it's the perfect time to push it forward for the great reset and the, and the Build Back Better plans. So they, and they, and but on the TV, they're acting like the Build Back Better plans. They're like, oh, well, you know, we're using this disaster as an opportunity. Well, you didn't just pull this out. You, you know what I mean? You're asked today. You know what I mean? You've been talking about it since, you know I mean, the Club of Rome days, you know what I mean, decades ago. Um, so, you know what I mean? Now we're coming into the fourth industrial era where it's all going into like cashless, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. So, like you said, this is what I tell people. If there was no pandemic, yeah, how the hell would they transfer everyone into cashless society? How would they transfer small, like all these small businesses and that lot like, over to upskilling and, and, and up educating them into the new new fourth industrial era? We wouldn't have it. Yeah, we we wouldn't have any. How would you like try and get mandate vaccinations and stuff like this, which is you know amusing immunization of the world, which is one of their key points as well. You know, trying to you know, get vaccine um, information and in, in, in tracking medical records all around the world of people. You know, so that. That's great for like countries that you know what I mean, um, the, the poverty poverty countries and stuff like that. But they they want you know they want that globally, so they won't get the they won't get it. They just said next tomorrow, like, oh okay then guys, do you know what I mean we want you all to go cashless, you know we're gonna we're gonna probably destroy a load of jobs and that lot. So you're all gonna have to retrain and that lot. Um, also, you're gonna have to stop eating a lot more meat. You know what I mean we're gonna cut down on that dramatically because that's one of the big policies as well. Um, that's you why know, vegans being pushed. Yeah, right? vegans. No, but this is this, and the thing is, if you're aware, you in all these things, they do get pushed. They they're slowly pushed in. They're slowly pushed in. And, and, and do you know what I mean? And you know, what I mean? it's a good thing. I think veganism is is a good thing. I don't think it's the optimum diet. I think you know I mean, I've seen a lot of professionals talk about it. I believe you know, the older you get, the bet the more you should change over to plant based diets. I think if you're having a good set of, you know I mean, red meat. You know I mean, a few, you know I mean, a few times a month, that's perfect because you're getting your, your certain vitamins in, in that. Like that you need you know i mean maybe yeah we definitely but do over are they are, are they with what where you go are they pushing people towards veganism because it's sustainable because they can build more plants they can have plant farms they can have all these farms they can keep growing it and keep growing it animals have to they take have to cut look to, a lot to look after they they have to live they have to you know what i mean they have to yeah. be manly looked after whereas a plant you plant it it grows you cut it you plant it it grows you cut it sustainable yeah i yeah and but the thing is the, the thing with this sustainable development and that lot it sounds amazing like who doesn't want sustainable development like we all want to be sustainable you know what i mean if, if it was a perfect world we still have we'd have all the um all the blessings and the innovation of a Nikola Tesla. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? The, the, uh, the geezer that oddly no one knows about. You know what I mean? We know Thomas uh, Edison, the, the bloke that made the light bulb, but we don't know the bloke he ripped off. Do you know what I mean? That came, that came to the US, souped up his, um, his, 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 motor, his motor units for electricity and helped power a lot more people's homes and put the blueprints in, in the, the patterns to everything that we do now, Wi-Fi, remote control, yeah, you know I mean, that, X-ray. We, we just think of Tesla, Tesla as Elon Musk, don't we? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like now because he's taken over the because yeah. he's got like he's got one of the motors in his car. 
one of the, you know what I mean, the yeah. motors in his car is from the patterns of Tesla. Tesla was a genius. Do you know what I mean it's it's a great story? Do you know the man was born on on, on a strike of the twelve o'clock at night. It was the the myth goes he was born in a storm. You know I mean a lightning storm. His mum said this boy was going to be um, a man of light. And then what does he do? He illuminates the world, do you know. <laughs> yeah. And then he and he, he's just a fascinating creature that creature that um that was all about innovation and science for the people. He wasn't about capitalism. And he, you showed you, you saw that through. You know what I mean, I've so, I've watched certain documentaries and stuff, but you see that repeated. And if you don't know who he is, go and look look him up because the the way we're living right now is a big is big influence of Nikola Tesla. Um, and once again, why don't we get told about them? Because he, he, he empowers the good. Yeah, yeah. He did. In you know I mean, there's you know I mean. Um, just to try and defy Nikola Tesla, um, Thomas Edison was like electrocuting animals to to try and to try and prove that the alternative current that um, Tesla made was dangerous. You know, once again, and because he had all the money, he was getting loaded. He was getting loaded up, um, loaded. Um, you know, probably he was getting load. He was getting a load of attention, and he electrocuted a, an elephant, I think, or something like that. Like he goes and electrocutes an elephant to try and prove something to the world that you know this alternative current. Um, that Nikola Tesla made was dangerous when you know it wasn't the case. He was just using it wrongly to try and strict fear into people to stop a great movement. Do you know? Yeah. And this is what you see now. If you're a person that's trying to innovate for the people, if you're a person that's trying to do well, and that doesn't fit into you know the big players, the big corporations' guidelines, yeah, you get pushed aside. And they use their leverage of media. They use their leverage of uh, big money and corporations. You got to remember that FDA, um, World Health Organization, and all that is these are private company companies, corporations. Do you know what I mean? And they get it wrong a lot of the time. You're talking about swine flu. You know what I mean? World Health Organization blown it out the water, made a mountain out of molehill. Yeah, load of countries bought loads of vaccines, didn't use them. Yeah, they tried to make out that it was like this, didn't use them. They did Why? That at the beginning though. This and that. We've got a lot of like the PPE stuff that the NHS was struggling to get a hold of, but it's stuck in docks in places. Yeah, and, and then, what, them Nightingale hospitals closed down. Yeah. load of millions that they spent there. Well, it's funny enough because, you know, all these contracts, what they do is go to their friends. All these contracts get given to their mates. All the, I mean, all these little people in Parliament, downtown 10, oh, you're all right, mate, how you been? Yeah, I'm all right. Do you want a couple of mil contract? Yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah, Sam, you want one of there? Yeah, we'll give you that. Don't, don't get the work down to the, do you know what I mean? To the yeah, mix. I saw that... Um I know we keep talking about media, but I saw that Matt Hancock, like his de- next door neighbour or something, started a business that and he, yeah, brings he just, in PPE. Yeah, and he like just brought, just made it up, like, and then he just gave him a contract for it, and then um, you know, it's just one for them, zero for us. It's scary, that's yeah. The problem. This is what I mean. All the money's and getting moved around it. at the top, and the only thing you can do at the minute is make noise. The more people that know, the, the levels of consciousness but then arise. You're crazy. Well, yeah, and you're crazy. Be crazy. Be crazy <laughs> in an you insane get world. Crazy and you get you know? shut down. And yeah, but this is what, yeah, and you do. But the thing is, like, I've always, this and is like what I, I said, I think because people are dying, yeah, it's hard to it, put your voice out there. Yeah, and I like that is one of the big things. You just things get about branded it. as you don't care. Yeah. Like it, me and my partner, yeah. Alex, works for the NHS, mm. and we fall out. Not anymore because I was like, you know, I'm getting involved because this is what the world wants. Mm. I'm not doing this. But when it first happened, we used to fall out all the time. Because she would just see me as saying, well, people are dying on purpose and whatever. And I was like, no, but there's just a bigger picture. Like, I, I'm not saying people aren't dying. Mm. I know they're dying. We had it ourselves. Yeah. I just think that there's someone capitalizing on it. That's all I want to yeah. say. And how can you not see that when, especially when like the likes of Matt Hancock, who have refused to give her a pay rise for the last five years, and he's, take, he's getting a pay rise. Yeah. Getting uh. a pay rise... When he already earns probably more than she's ever earned since she's been a nurse, oh, a year, he probably earns her five-year wage in a year, he's getting another pay rise in a year that the country is flattened, 
and she's still oh, I'm not defending him well you are defending him because you're saying that he's not got other agendas yeah well, you, that's defending yeah, him yeah yeah so you're not. Well, I'm not defending. Yeah, him. I hate she, him. She, I hate him. Well, she's defending her job. Like she's defending the people she works and for. And that's what happens. And the way it works with, and that's it, it's 100. percent Like yeah. Piers Morgan, he came out and he came from Matt Hancock, and I loved it on media. And that's why people people don't like Piers Morgan. Mm. Piers Morgan's an idiot. Well, no, he's not. He just says he calls a spade a spade. K- yeah, Katie Hopkins, another one. Everyone hates her, but she's been talking a lot of sense in like, lockdown. But Piers Morgan's. She's a bit weird though. Uh, She'll go as far as saying like people. Do you know what I mean? Like she goes a bit conspiracy. Piers Morgan just calls a spade a spade and says, "Why are you getting a pay rise when the country's suffering?" Mm. Like, and people don't like that. People are like, "Well, I need to be with the government because people are dying." Do you know what I mean? So that yeah. whole people are dying. Yeah. So I need to, I need to side that way. Oh, I hate Piers Morgan. Mm. Well, no, he just says it how it is. He he doesn't come out and say conspiracy this, conspiracy that. He just says, "Well, why?" Mm. Or like, "That's not fair." Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But what, what, is the, what is the conspiracy there? Just the, the opposite to the narrative. Like, you know I mean, people yeah. are saying, do you know, like, this information that she gives out, like Katie Hawkins and stuff, is not so much conspiracy. She goes back on, you know what I mean, Office of Statistical um, National Statistics or so. She brings information to the table that you can evaluate. You know, a lot of doctors are going against the narrative. You know what I mean? Nobel Prize winners, they will go against the vaccine. You know, but you don't see it on our news channel. The thing is, yes, you know I mean, like, so I'm talking like this is your point, like people saying, "Oh, someone's dying." They're attaching their personal, um, per- personal, you know what I mean, environment and viewings of, of like their grandma or something, yeah, and and their values of how much they love their grandma and nobody wants to lose a person they love to the whole world, yeah. Because yeah? obviously this is this is you know what I mean, like one percent, just but one percent are dying from this. Um, so you know, and if I was to say to you, last year, no, um, no virus. If I was, if the news was to come on every day. And they were going to tell you, like, especially in America, a child goes missing every three minutes. A child is abducted every three minutes. Yeah? You wouldn't let your kids out the house. You wouldn't, you know what I mean? You wouldn't, you'd keep them on the lease right next to you. I mean, if I was to tell you, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, 2020, what, 355 people under 60 were healthy died of COVID. Over near um, 18,000 died by accident. So they just died by doing silly shit. <laughs> Yeah, or they die by, you know what I mean? I don't know, by accidental deaths, yeah? Yeah. And there was loads more of statistics of people, you know, of alcohol abuse and, and, and stuff like this. Um, not to talk about suicides, you know, there was a public, there was a paper that said, you know, paramedics are going out to like 35 attempts of suicide a day, you know, compared to like what was 20 or something, you know. I remember somebody showed me the the world meter. The world meter is like all, all the people dying of COVID. And um, it was like, I think it was like, it was like, some, at the time it was like, I don't know, I can't remember if it was like 700,000 or something. But, and then just a couple of hundred thousand under that, well, I think it was, was um, suicides. So we already know their numbers are inflated with COVID. Like they they came when they first started the whole pandemic, they said it on the BBC, you know, with, on assumptions, on symptoms and stuff like this. And we already know um, you know, that they, they say, you know, on the cases that they're talking about, you know, it could be within 30 days that person dies of. So, you know, if you're in the end of life ward and you could diagnose, with, I mean, you've already been dying of terminal cancer, but you get COVID, you you didn't die from cancer, you died from COVID. Um, you know, I mean, there's people that have spoken out in, in morgues and stuff that saying, you know, I mean, families are destroyed. You know, I mean, this COVID keeps getting written down on people's death certificates when it's not the purpose, the reason that they died. We already know. That you know, by the World Health Organization and, and other papers and, and other um, professionals, that you know the PRC test, PCR test, is massively unreliable, like hugely unreliable. You can What's find that? the PRC test is the, the test that they, they they give you to find out you've got COVID. 
so that the base of all the all the cases is massively unreliable like and you can go and search carrie mullis the person that made the prc test will say in, in, there's a talk and he's talking about hrv and a person asks him that very question can the prc test be used to find something that isn't there for a political game he goes oh um well you know the prc test won't find something that's not there it will find anything in anything yeah he says there's somebody's kind of sense that you know we are all we are all entwined with the universe that you can and with the prc test you can find you know if you look down to the smallest molecule you blow up the smallest bit of material you can probably find a piece of genetic or genome or something that is from the outside world you know and coronaviruses there's already like 15 strains or something coronaviruses that a virus that comes from a human and an animal to a human and um so you're going to have some of that material in your body and then not you know so um and also when you're when you're blowing it up at such a, a big state like magnifying it so much from the thresholds you could be finding dead bacteria you could be finding dead virus you could be finding something that's not that virus but you you, you can identify as the virus you know and um so this has already been talked about and this is like there's a bloke that i've been watching he's um, um a consumer rights protection lawyer in germany his name's reiner fulmic yeah and this guy's big business like he goes after corruption he like and he had a big case with um Deutsche Bank, yeah, which is the biggest bank in Germany, and he had a big case with um, Volkswagen for like their emissions. Like they they did testing, and when they brought them to the road, it was like the the road it was wrong. Yeah, you know I mean their carbon emissions are too high, and then, you know I mean it was too much money or so. And then so he fights for the consumer. Um, so he's got he's got um, he's got, you know, um, he he's been in big cases before. He's gone to big corporations and stuff. So he's he's got now the investigating coronavirus committee or something. And there's four of them, like professionals, and they're going after the big money. They're going after like Bill Gates as well, and you know the, where the money's coming from. And and they're basing a lot of their um cases around how, well, the the deceiving in how much manipulation is being used through the P, PRC test, PCR test. I keep doing it the wrong way around, but um, so if the whole base is off that then, you know, the the numbers are massively inflated. As well as if you said 100,000 cases, we already know. Well, the thing is, people don't people don't know, but I'm telling you now, yeah, and it's been said around your ears before and on the news, that is massively blown out the water by false positives. Yeah. So if you've got 100,000 cases and then, you know, 90% are false positive, you don't have 100,000 cases, brother. You have 10,000. Do you know what I mean? So, and then this is why there was a Dominic Rab. Yeah, he's one of the politicians as yeah, well, yeah. dark hair geezer. And he was talking about on a talk show about, you know, um, airports and how they, well, they weren't testing at airports. And he was like, well, you know, not nine out of ten are going to be false positive. So it's a bit difficult to understand the leverage comes out of his mouth. And then you're like, you know, you shouldn't have said that, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, but that's that's re- repeated yeah, again. Just the main place they should have been testing. Yeah, airports. but this is when you're talking about, you're talking about, you know I mean, we can't fly in that lot. You've got all these uh, priority flyers. People are not allowed to fly. They have to quarantine. There's certain people that are flying that are not a quarantine. In. Do you know what I mean? They're a big money businesses and stuff like that have to go from one. I know someone who flew in during the first pandemic from America to here. Didn't get checked at London. Yeah. They, walked straight off the plane, straight into his car. Who was picking him up? Yeah. No it, test. And that was the first pandemic when when Birmingham Airport by me was shut. Yeah. Like nothing. You never got apart from military testing. Hmm. They were just testing their flights and stuff. But someone could just fly in from America. Yeah. Get off a plane. Not even be checked. Not even be tested. Not even be like. Money talks. Money talks. Yeah. I mean, even not. It's just it's priority. I mean, certain industries. This is what I'm talking about. They've got to keep the TV industry alive because it's our biggest distraction. We live in a world of escapism. Yeah, yeah. Like we are addicted to escapism. Like we don't. We like you. Like this is why I deleted the maps. 
you know, because I'm falling behind on my coursework, yeah, and then, you, you know what I mean, I tell you now, everyone knows this, you spend way too much time scrolling and what, look, looking at information that has no value to your life, you know what I mean, and we've, we've, we've been doing it for too long, and then, so when you're trying to build on yourself, you're trying to, you know what I mean, you're trying to innovate, and, and you, you check yourself about that, see, actually, you know what I mean, and, but them, them algorithms, yeah, them apps have been made to manipulate you, to shorten your attention span, and videos and shorts and stuff like that. Um, you know I mean, and you, if you watch the, the people that made um, Instagram, made Facebook, and like the CEOs, and like there's a couple of them that will come out and talk about it, and they and they go in depth and say, look, they're they're, they're purposely there to manipulate. Yeah, there your was a mindset. dude on a Joe Rogan show who was actually part of Google. And he wanted to use social media and Google for good. Mm. So like algorithms, he wanted to push. So say you like sea lions, he wanted to push sea lions at you and constantly push sea lions at you because you want to see that. Mm. Um, but then they went against him and said, no, we want to show him, we want to show him death. We want to show him, oh, they like weight loss. We want to show him anorexia. And he said that this was a thing. So then he got pushed out, and he doesn't work yeah. there anymore. Yeah. And he openly, he was one of the main dudes who was creating algorithms at Google. And he come out and said that they just his their design for what they wanted wasn't what he wanted. So he had to leave. He wasn't pushed, but he had to leave. So he was pushed out. But yeah, you, that's yeah. And it's like Google, Google made um, Pokemon Go, but they they started to put a different startup company because they didn't want to identify with it straight away because they think people think it boring. It's on Google game, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, they started Google, uh, the, so they made um, Google Pokemon Go. Go. Yeah. Google Go Google doesn't Go. work the same. Go Go. Um, <laughs> I love Pokemon as a kid as well, but they started Pokemon Go, and this this baffled me. This game did it absolutely lunatics. Like people yeah, running around it. the streets, people. Find, find, yeah, every sort of people running around the streets trying to find the, um, the, these Pokemon. One at first, my thought was like one that's dangerous to kids. Kids are just like wandering off. Yeah, you know I mean, you don't know who you're talking to, and that lot. So that was always that was my first initiative for. Um, but you know, what I mean, I watched this woman talk about it, and you know that when that app was made, you know, what I mean, that's clickbait. So what app, you know, them Pokemon companies buy Pokemon to put in their shops and around their shops, so they get the influx. It was a Those test. People. It was a test. It was a social engineering test to try and see if they could get so many people in one place. Do you know what I mean? How do we get all these people in one place? You know what I mean, can can we can we get can we manipulate a load of people to do the same thing and move in the same direction? This is what I mean. We see it is that oh, it's all fun, but there's always a deeper meaning under the under the layers. Do you know what I mean? And we don't we don't see that bit. We just see the treats. We see the gifts. We see the distraction. We live in a world that's not even a world. It's like a um a computer simulation. You know, there's um a good theory called the hyper reality theory by someone called. Um, Bill Gerard or something and um, you type in hyper rally sphere it's come up and his name's like B-I-W-L or it's like Gerard um, and he's an old um, influencer and like you know um, academic and um, his views on life and he goes you know I mean in the future we won't be able to separate what's real and what's not real you know right now we work on you know we, we value things that are not valuable. We value things because of people in, in the production of, of advertisement, yeah? We don't value something like a piece of cotton. You know what I mean? A piece of cotton is a piece of cotton that keeps you warm. You know what I mean? It might look pretty as well, but that's that's a bonus. But that piece of cotton could cost £10 or it could cost £10,000 mattering on what symbols on the front of it. You know, our, our, our ideas of, you know, what's important in our, in our morals of society have changed. You know what I mean? We, we idealise false... false um, um, actors, for, you know what I mean, people that are, we we have no credibility to fame in 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 um, you know what I mean, and craft. Now it's people that are famous for being stupid. 
You know, you don't have to be famous because you know how to sing, dance, or act, or or you know, be a musician, be be have great timing for a comedian or so. You just have to be stupid. Um, you know, you, we are over we over sexualize children. We're built on a system that tells you you're not good enough, you're not beautiful enough. You need this, you need more. Buy, 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 buy. You know, and um, so when you when you step back from that, and I believe, you know, and, and you see that actually this is an illusion. You know what I mean? This whole system that we're built in is like a game. Yeah. And then that make that kind of puts you in a mindset of questioning everything, you know, and in in what what your priorities are, and um, you know what what what's real to you, and you know people were paid like in the twenties in social engineering situation when we went into industrial in, industrial era and stuff like this. You know, there were scientists working like you had um, a bloke called John B. Watson, um, a behaviorism expert, and he wrote like he wrote a lot of papers on behaviorism, and he he, he was like, give me any man. And and I, no, give me any baby, I'll make any man. And there was a lot of work in the twenties and around there to to manipulate psychology into you know for for industrial purposes, you know, trying to get people to move around in that lot. But also when you transferred into industrial era, you took away the union and the power from the from the grafter, from the craftsman. So that was that was you know, I mean the next stage as well. So they they took a person that could make a car, yeah, and they dismantled that car into a hundred bits, gave it to a person, and only taught them how to make the one part, giving them a limited um um you know technique or you know, I mean. Li- so they can't argue. So now their 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 job is disposable and their job is easy teachable. So there's there's no refute against wages. There's no refute against conditions and that lot because they're replaceable. Yeah, you know, this is how big corporation manipulate manipulates people for power. Um, and obviously for in, you know I mean for production it's going to be better as well in that lot. But you know, there's you you're you're limiting people's skills. And you you're suppressing them to be able to manipulate them, um, but he John B Watson he he had this baby farm. He actually had a farm. He wanted loads of them. He wanted like ten baby farms from around the world. And you know, I mean, his baby farm eventually got shut down. But I mean, and there was another bloke. There's another bloke as well that was a big key as well. And the um, it was what is it? He he did a he did a study, and it was about a dog, and it was about how um. He he, a dog would salvage like he would get saliva in his mouth when um he turned the light on because he used to feed him at the same time he turned the light on. So so at dinner time when he would eat, he'd put a light on, so that he would identify the light with the food, and then he could take away the food and put the light on. Then the dog's mouth would he would get saliva. So the brain you would trick the mind into believing that it's food time. And there's so many tats and tails with with um industries, with advertising that do the same with us. Like we you know I mean we we, we are uh, products of our environment and then if you if you get if you get too caught up in your environment and in, in what, what you're being fed, you know, you can lose yourself a bit. Like in advertising, you know, of course I mean like there was one point where doctors would sell cigarettes. Now we'd call that mad. Do you know what I mean? But this is the this is the world we live in. Yeah. Big money will 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 use and people like people. This is what I mean. People are like, oh, why would the government do that? Why would why would they do that? And um, well, the thing is, the money runs on money. The world runs on money. Um, and you know, it, they don't have your best interests. They have they have corporations' best interests in hand. We live in a corporation. Their own, and, their yeah, own interests. In 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 not in not. Um, a company. I can remember like Boris. I think they'll swear down. There was a news article, long, long time ago, and Boris was slandering, um, poor people, saying like, you know what I mean, they did, they, they're thieves and they, they, they scum. They, you know what I mean, they just, they milk the system, and then you know we all forgot about it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean when he become? Because you know, I mean, they say to us, look, don't go out, see your family, 
um, don't hang around in groups of six, but and then they give their friends ten grand to go fox hunting, shooting together, and they're all riding right next to each other. They say don't go and drink in the pubs. A couple of days later, they get bus for drinking in the Parliament pub. You know, I mean, it's one rule for us, one rule for them. They say don't leave your house. They all get bus leaving, going to certain situations, and they have the most ridiculous rules. And this is all around the world as well. You, you know, I mean, you're seeing politicians all around the world get busted yeah, for LA, breaking the rules. LA, there was a big one, weren't there? He, um coming they don't really like him in la you know apparently he's run la into the ground which is why people are leaving la hollywood's just not the same um, and he basically it was the first time he came out and said wear a mask and you they shut all the restaurants down he was in a restaurant without his mask on yeah like the day after we bought this policy in yeah and it was massive in la like it went you're not there like in yeah. america they blew it's, it's, it up yeah. like but it's like you say one rule for what then one one rule for another yeah it's just and Talking about America, like this is when, like they're talking about the illusion, like people say like the illusion and triggering and stuff. You're talking about like talking about say the coronavirus as well being the perfect situation. There's loads of these repetitive things that we see in society. Say George Floyd, <laughs> people's ears are gonna be like black, you know, BLM, yeah. Um, that situation, yeah, that was politically used massively. Every year, people seem to forget that there's a outcry. You know, on, on you know, I mean, on the black community, yeah. And I'm not saying outcry like them, them. them you know I mean, them, them protesting. I'm talking about like there's always. You know I mean, because they home there's in. There's a problem. Yeah, there's a problem. They home in. Like you know, that I can't breathe was actually used in a campaign way before um, George Floyd, in a different case where you know, I mean, somebody else had a similar, a similar um, situation. Um, is is there um, a race problem in in America? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Is there, is there a law problem in America? You know what I mean? With power and that, like, yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? But over the whole, is it... Do you know what I mean? The thing is, there's cases like what happened with George Floyd all, every day, every day. Every day. They they use purposely use that case yeah, to blow up a race-hate war, yeah? Trying to get the black votes as well, you know what I mean, for um, Biden. And, and again, it happens all the time around election election time. Do you know what I mean? Always happens around election time. You can trace it back. Election time always happens. And if you trace BLM as well, you know, one of their one of their pages in that lot on in um America, you got to put funding on there. And it's on like a government page. But something can, it's called the Boys in Blue or something. And there's ties to the Demo- Democrat Party. Yeah. And um, you know, it's a lot of funding that comes from them as well, certain points. And then I swear like I read something and um you know they don't collect all the funding and all the other thing and then some of it trickles down into the pot the, you know what i mean it's the politics um and th- this is what makes it stand out to me as well the most you know black the the black tuesday blackout tuesday yeah, yeah you know like you know nobody posts anything nobody posts anything on tuesday nobody put black screen that's what it said everyone do that everyone did that do you know what i mean worked amazingly yeah i didn't do it but i'm just saying everyone did it yeah what happened on that day only the biggest court case of the decade, Hillary Clinton's court case, yeah, where she was in court talking about, you know, war crimes and that lot, and talking about lack of information, not sharing it with the US and these dodgy emails and that lot, yeah? Nobody shared any of that information. Nobody knew about it, yeah? Nobody was talking about it because on Blackout Tuesday, yeah, Hillary Clinton's court case days, they already they already opt out and they already, I mean, everyone was like, not everyone was standing for unity and that lot. Trust me, that wasn't just coincident, yeah? That was that was these companies have people like offices where they'll be so on social media posting out memes, posting out you know um, hashtags, posting out things to to purposely narrate 
and um, manipulate of its elections, of its, you know I mean, politics, you know what I mean, in, in, in just the movement of society. You know, they know how you think, they know how you feel on your algorithms and that lot, you know what I mean, what, what ticks you off. Um, it's too big of a... I don't believe in coincidence, coincidences anyway. I believe in law of attraction. I believe, you know what I mean, the the law of the universe is, 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 is you know, how we what we bring into existence. And these people know that. The people is the people at the top. You look at anyone that's really successful. You say law of attraction. They'll say they know what you they know what yeah, you're yeah. on about. You know I mean they all talk about it. And and for people that don't know what law of attraction is, um, I'd say read the book The Secret. It really changed my life. Like my thought process. I read it in college. I used to have, yeah, you know I mean problems with my emotions and that lot. Um, and my a teacher gave me it, and it totally changed my my way of thinking and that lot. And it talks about you know your your um your energy, your your mind, and how to analyze certain things and, and to be conscious about what you put out in into the world and what what your thought process is and how and to and how it compares to what you get back. And I just want to give you a small kind of um small tool kind. It's like you know if you think about uh, you know if you buy a new jacket, a red jacket, you buy a new red jacket. Yeah, I mean, first time you saw that jacket was when you bought it. You'll see that jacket again. You'll end up seeing that jacket on. So, you know I mean, you'll be walking through town, someone will have that jacket on. Or if you're looking for yellow cars, yeah. you'll see more yellow cars. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking for pain, you're looking for, you know, the world's hurting me right now. You're gonna look. You're gonna find a lot more things that seem like the world's hurting you. Yeah. Um. You know, you have these people that you know, like, nothing's going right for me. The world. Yeah. You know I mean. You know I mean, I just can't do anything. People that say literally. I just, I just had the worst look in the world. I just had the worst. Yeah, you, you're vibrating on a frequency that you know. Um, you, you, you know I mean, you're accepting, you're accepting situations. No, I, I say that to my best mate because he always it was a running joke. Like, oh, oh, that happened for you, did it, Sam? Oh, well, that was that was a coincidence. And I just say no because I'm out there doing things like this, doing stuff that everyone else isn't doing, just going for these crazy things, which puts me in a position to be asked that, to meet that right person, yeah. to 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 have that conversation, or someone offers me that money, or yeah. do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I'm not just sat at home, no, and I yeah. try and take. He knows that, but it's just a funny joke. Oh, it worked out right for you. Oh, you went there and this happened. Yeah, like it's a running joke. But if you look at our two lives, I'm out there doing a lot more things that you're could, working that on that bring, frequency for that, that for that, that yeah for bring that reality then things to happen also vice versa he doesn't then or he doesn't comment on the things that where i feel down or it backfires so it goes really wrong because i've spoken out or i've said something or i've been in a situation i don't want to be in and it's just gone wrong not right yeah um but yeah that that, that law of attraction because conor mcgregor my boys are going to be like oh he's talking about him again yeah. <laughs> um but he, he was big on it at the beginning which is why he started failing now it's he's got it, everything yeah he's got it, nothing it, to visualize he was a king of visualization yeah he's got yeah. nothing to visualize now yeah he can't visualize having that car or having that yacht because he's got it he can't visualize having that bank full of money because he's got it yeah so there's nothing to fight for because yeah, he's got nothing no. to visualize for i believe that yeah i believe that and, and that's what i mean it's like people think it's not it's not yeah you know, people read that book and they think oh Tomorrow I'm going to write a note. Put I'm a millionaire. Stick up my board. Go sleep. Tomorrow I'm going to be a millionaire or get close to be a millionaire. No, it's like you've got a rope in front of you. Like you got this big long rope. It's got knots on it, and on the end of that rope is your ideal life, your ideal dream of what where you want to be. Now you don't, you don't. You know what I mean, you think oh, I want that. What well, I really want that life. I really want that car. I really want this job. Yeah, and then that rope's just sitting at your feet. Yeah. Now you can think about it all you want. You can think really hard, but unless you pick the rope up and then you pull them, them little things, so you're not doing them extra hours, putting in that, you know what I mean, a little bit more social time, you know, um, 
you know I mean, writing down your goals or, you know, getting pictures, going to view things, you know I mean, watching documentaries that are uh, around, that surround that certain thing that you want or how to make money hanging around, you're going to get nowhere. And sometimes that rope's even harder because you'll get into a certain place where it get, becomes more difficult. Yeah, but unless you're pulling on the rope, you're getting nowhere. If you sit at home, sit on your ass and you think, oh, why is not world, world's not working for me? Why can't I be successful as, uh, why can't I have a studio like Sam? Why can't, because you're not putting the effort in. Yeah, you know I mean, you've got, and then we've got us, we've got to put ourselves accountable for, you know, I mean, our attitude and our position where we are, and you know, not, and this is also about, you know, you, how you how you show up to certain things. It's like you said, like you you, the thing is, all attraction is it. You're thinking about something all the time. Yeah. So you're constantly thinking, like, you know, how do I get that car? You you don't just find it in the road. You think about, okay, then well, if I want that car, I need this much money. If I want that, if I need this much money, I need to do this to get the money. Yeah. I mean, I need to do this to get the money. I'm going to do anything. Yeah, to, I'm going to do anything positive, to get the money. Positive yeah, snowball effect of well, should I go home now? Well, no, you can't have that car then. Okay, I'll stay and do another yeah. hour. Or um, and I mean, is this podcast going to be successful? Well, if I cancel with you tonight because it was seven o'clock at night, no, it wouldn't be successful. You can't get it. I'll come and pick you up then, bro. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll put masks on yeah. and I'll come and pick you up if needed. Do you know what I mean? If you couldn't yeah. get here. Um, or like I say, it's seven o'clock. I could just cancel. I'd rather be at home on a Friday night. You could have said rather yeah. be at home on a Friday night, mm. but we're here trying to grow. I went, we're here. That was yeah. like, we're here trying to grow. That I need you here. You also going to get some big blast out of this for your business. You know how much I wanted you here. We need to do that. Yeah. And you can't stop doing those little things. Like this little interview here could make me five years in time. This podcast works. Yeah. It's like, well, if I'd have turned that down, it could not work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and um, I just want to say like. We all have the capability to do this. Is well. anyone listening? Like, if you, you know I mean, right now, if you feel like you, you know I mean, you're not in a great situation, situation, and you know, in the pandemic and that, um, you know, you might have lost your job, or you might have, you might be sorting in that lot. Um, try and find something that drives you a little bit. Try and find something that you can connect with, and then you know, just work on that. Use your time. Yeah, you know I mean, um, and craft craft something beautiful out of that. You have the ability to you know to do unfathomable things, but only if you break the paradigm of believing in yourself. You know, you're not, you're not, you you're not what your friends or what you what what your environment tells you or makes you think you are sometimes you know i mean just because you're in a situation now that's bad doesn't mean that your whole you know i mean your whole life is already planned out for you that way like you can totally change the way you're living the way you're thinking the way you're feeling but by changing your mindset and you deserve to be happy and right now you know i mean it's hard to say sometimes but you know i mean you're the person making yourself unhappy do you know what i mean because i've been around the world i've been to countries with in poor poverty you know what i mean and they're still really happy do you know what I mean? I've been, you know what I mean? I've been some really poor countries that have no innovation and, and they're really happy, do you know? So it's how we look at things. And then, you know, it's having that ability to reset yourself as well. You know, when things ain't going right, say, okay, why is this not going right? Why does this make me feel like this? Um, and, you know, have a little have a little question for yourself and say, well, that's okay, do you know what I mean? I'll just take a step back, take a time time out, but then I'm going to get straight back on it tomorrow or get it on, on the next week. I'm just going to, um, and, and do as well. You know, sometimes people get, so um, uptight on planning we never do um and we want it to be perfect you want it to be perfect but you know you know to get to perfection you've got to fail sometimes you know yeah you got you got to trial and error so you know put yourself out there don't be scared to put yourself out and if your friends ain't gonna vibe with you in that lot don't worry about it you know because 99 percent of the time it goes that way you know you know i mean your friends have not got the same passions and dreams as you so then i mean some of them might call you crazy and stupid but you know they'll still be they'll still if they're really your friends they'll still be there with you i mean if you i mean if you need this time out but when you make it 
trust me, you know I mean, they'll all be, they'll all be screaming for you. And, you know I mean, they might not on the way up, but they'll all cheer for you when you get there. And you're doing it for yourself. So it doesn't really matter if anyone's not cheering for you. You cheer for yourself. Be your own support system. Be your best friend. Be that person that, you know I mean, helps you get out of bed in the morning because you're doing it for you and you're doing it for your family or, you know, what your reason is. Have, always have a reason why as well. Um, and this is like when I talk about, you know I mean, what I try and tell people is like, I, I come from the council estate, do you know what I mean? I come from, a, a, I was a lad. Snap, brother. Yeah, I, I was a lad that was, you know what I mean? I was in trouble with the law. You know I mean? I never went to school. You know I mean? I was skiving. I was in, you know, I was in like the lower classes because of my attendance so I bad. To, I went to school. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. I was, but, a, fa- I was a fake G. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I thought I was a G. Like, <laughs> when I look back at my, my, you know I mean? My teens and that lot. Like, I had the postcode of my estate on my cap. You know, I used to wear, you know what I mean? Um, very, I mean, I used to wear bandanas sometimes, you know, around my face all the time, you know, before it was cool, before COVID. Before COVID. Um, but, you know, I got given an, an opportunity to change my life and, um, and I took it with two hands. You know what I mean? I could have ended up losing it. I could have ended up like, you know, you know what I mean? Just, just not put, coming up to par and, and, you know what I mean? Turning up to it. But I didn't. I used it. I used the best of my ability. And, you know, I went from, you know what I mean? A council lad that, well, I got kicked out of college as well because my grades were so shit they put me in, uh, um, you know, like beginners maths and that lot again. Because I'm, I'm, I'm diagnosed dyslexic as well, like college, it, it school and at college as well. Just want to dance, don't yeah. You? Do you know what I mean? I just want to be creative. I just wanted to dance, and then um, so I bunked out of there as well. So I went and did some city gills in that like painting course for like you know just reprobates. You know that one of the teachers there, I swear down, was pissed every day. So he, we say he used to come in stinking the booze, and then the geezer that ran our section, it was like some small um Jordi. he didn't give a shit he was just in like in, in the in the office all day like uh, yeah go and play that sand that down there and just leave it yeah and then that was it um so and then yeah i mean somehow well i a woman offered me an opportunity i took it ended up going to a private college didn't even know there was a private college now i've traveled to over 70 different countries and it just always makes me feel like one you don't know who can change your life. It can be just giving you a book. Like I said, a person gave me a book, my dance teacher. You know, he did a lot for me, my dance teacher did. He gave me my first suit for graduation as well, which was, you know, was from Reese as well, which is an expensive shot. Um, he was like, I mean, he was a very good role model for me in college. Um, my dance teacher was um, the, the kid, AKA the kid, he knows who he is. Um, but, and then, you know, I also, I mean, this woman, Diane, bless her soul, um, she was my angel, one of the guardian angels, and she gave me the opportunity and she put me forward to her friend that owns a private dance college and then I ended up getting in. My community paid for all my dance gear. You know, I was in the paper. You know what I mean? It's a big thing. And I'm a, so I know if you put the right amount of work in and then you put yourself out there, you know, and in, in, you, if you're humble enough as well and you can turn around and help people or you can change someone's life and you can change your own life by, you know what I mean, the way you think and and it's very possible. Do you know what I mean? It's very possible. And I see people I know as well that have done the same thing. You know, um, so you have the superpower, you've just got to unlock it. You've just got to unlock it. Do you know what I mean? There's something that, that, that will make you feel, um, I mean, closest to complete that you'll be able to get. So, you know, we always chase things, do you know what I mean? But there's something that will make you relight that fire in your body and give you purpose we all have purpose do you know what I mean it's just that we've been in a system where it suppresses us a lot of the time and like I said tells us that we're not good enough fit and in in elevates people that are you know if you watch the reality tv now it's all deception deception it's all like cheating it's all it's all negativity yeah. negativity follows spreads twice as fast as positivity you know you could tell a person four things three negative um three positive things one negative things Nine out of ten times when they meet that next person, they'll be like, "Fucking, oh, I mean, they, yeah, they'll yeah. tell them the negative thing." We sit, it, we we sit in people um, um, love to watch 
you know, Love Island and that lot. Because it, um, it literally, this is as well, people are going to be saying, I'm, I'm joking, but you, I mean, they get off on watching people get cheated on. Watching people gossip about their things because, you know, deep down that's happened to them as well. And we some people find enjoyment seeing other people doing the dirty because it's not on them. Yeah, yeah. So they get, they, 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 I mean, they get about, I mean, so they're all, they're all like gossiping. They'll be slagging all the lads off. A year later, the lad commits suicide. They're all posting mental health pro- posters. Do you know what I mean? They're all on there. This is a situation that we need, we need to, like, we need to stop putting them channels out. We need to stop sexualizing. Um, TV, young women. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, and this is the case. Like, people don't see it. Like, they see it as harmless or anything. The music industry is 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 tarnishing the the. Yeah, you know I mean, to the the adolescents. You know, what I mean, the, the the sexualization of kids and stuff like is mad. You know, I mean, you had that with a Netflix film. You know, that's not long come out. It's meant to be a really good film, but there's just some really questionable scenes in it. Um, and you know, there's a system. In, in government, in, in, in globalisation, in the elites, that is built around paedophilia. And, you know I mean, that's going jumping into the deep end. But, like, and then so when you see the, when you see the tales and that lot, and, you know, the, the influences in, in what they're trying to elevate in certain situations and try and make acceptable, and that's why you see, like, in cases, like, paedophiles cases get less time than drug dealers. Do you know what I mean? The people that abuse, sexually abuse kids and that lot get less time than people that sell weed. Are you mad? Like, and the system is built on a corrupt moral standard. Like, and this is this is what I'm talking about. Like, and there's a, there's so much that you can go into. Like, if you want to talk about moral standard, you want to talk about that. Say, if you're talking about the vaccine, you know what I mean, why wouldn't you question the people that are making the vaccine? You they they should be always questioned, held accountable. Yeah, you Pfizer, one that's pushing the vaccine, thousands of medical, I mean, thousands of lawsuits against them for paying doctors to prescribe medicines that they shouldn't have. You know what I mean? For you know, advertising medicines that they shouldn't have. You know, there was a case in um, Nigeria. There was an epidemic of meningitis. They went and set up a tent during it, gave out a load of antibiotics on the, the trials, killed a load of people, yeah? Killed a load of kids, terminally made loads of them terminally ill. Go and check it out, yeah? There's thousands of lawsuits against them. Why are you not going to question their moral standard? Also, you want to talk about a big pharmaceutical company, Bayer and Bayer. Yeah, one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world tried to sell a drug in in the US. Had like the AIDS gene, in, um, the AIDS virus in it. The US said no. They went and sold it abroad. Loads of other countries killed thousands of kids. Passed it on to their ancestors and stuff like this. There's just so many times uh, that you know what I mean, you, you, the big companies, big corporation have done wrong to people. Med in medicine, you know, if you're talking about medicine, you know. Um, medicine, big farming that like, was created by, you know, I could go in to talk about the Rockefellers and that like, and how they manipulate the system in, in colleges and put board members on there to write up publications that were, you know, that went with their agenda back in the day that, you know, and um, made them prosper. Um, but then they went against um, holistic medicine. They went against can- cannabis. Cannabis was rife in the 18th century for medicine. You know, tribals used it. A lot of other people used it as well. Um, and but um, big pharma, the the Rockefellers, along with the printing companies, went against it because you know hemp paper is a lot more um, resilient than normal paper, and you can just grow it a lot quicker. So you won't make you make more money off chopping down trees, basically. And they were already in the business of that. Yeah, so paper. it's a bit like all the governments we were getting into earlier about it's money, 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 all of it's money, 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 money. all of it's money. 
So well, before we dive back into yeah, sorry, all that, no, 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 dive back into all that. The, the moment is trying to get people out of negativity. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to get stuck into negativity yeah. because it's forced at you so much. Like yeah. you just said with Love Island, like we've talked about with the government, like we spoke about with the media, um, it gets sucked into that negativity. And I think what you, you're great at doing is bringing positivity. Like I'm, you keep saying vibing. I feel a bit weird saying that, but... I'm vibing right now. Like yeah. when you go off and you were just just talking about people can do it, people can make it. You you are successful. You can be successful. Anyone can do it. You you just giving off that that everyone should be like. Mm. Um and, and I, I I love I love that. Uh, I love I love the 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 vibe that you do give off. Um, the stuff that people call you crazy for. Like you say, why wouldn't you question it? Why mm. shouldn't we question it? You shouldn't just sit there and let stuff happen. Mm. Someone wouldn't knock on your front door and let themselves in. You wouldn't question why are they doing that. Mm. Okay, come in. Yeah, that's fine. You'd ask, why are you here? What are you doing? Why are you letting yourself in? It's this might, might be not the wrong right analogy, analogy, analogy. I just literally off my yeah. head. But s- people are giving you stuff or they're, they're doing stuff in the world. Why wouldn't you question? Yeah, this I is get our planet. That. This is so, our life. So what Reese does, he doesn't, he's not, he's not like, being crazy and spreading loads of false stuff he's just questioning what's going on and finding like you said he's he's he's, he's gone back to you've gone back to um data you've listened to you've gone back to actual public health things that have yeah. happened so yeah. you're not you're not filling yourself full of shit yeah like facebook it's not facebook news it's not instagram news maybe yeah. you see it there but you go down a rabbit hole of finding it actually on a government website or a yeah. credited source um but your energy that you give off you get on your instagram every day you're obviously not on instagram at the yeah. moment but where can people find you not to talk to you but to see your energy maybe have pt from you online pt or whatever. well um with you know, my instagram reese thompson you know what i mean wrong. yeah t-h-o-m-s-o-n scottish thompson the germans the reese is german i don't know where my mum got it from but she just said she liked it um but on my on my instagram you can already see videos i've got like videos about morning routines i've got videos talking about you know attitude and manifestations and stuff like that um so there's there's positive feed there's positive news on there already so and that's so it's so important like you like this is what i'm telling people as well like you your you your tribe is your vibe and all that. We keep saying vibe now, but um, no, you just know, the, fill yourself with the, what I'm doing. Yeah, like the Coffee Sam podcast, the Freezer Party podcast is funny. This is serious. Like this is spreading knowledge, spreading wealth of people that I sur- that surround me to make me want to do this stuff. And that's what a vibe. Uh, uh, the, I class them as my tribe. Yeah. The Coffee with Sam podcast people follow in the freezer party. It's a it's a vibe. It's a it's a tribe, and I want to give off that good vibe. Yeah, um, yeah and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is, I mean, like even even to the point of like looking into this information. I do it because I care about the people that I that I love, yeah. and, and I love everyone. Um, and and you know, I mean, I talk about these things because I wanna I wanna try and to help people. I talk I talk to my friend and say like certain people are lighthouses. You know, we we are um we we we're able to we have the energy to be able to elevate ourselves, but also elevate the people around us. And, you know, if you're an empath as well, you know that, you know, I mean, you, you, you're in touch with your emotions and you know you've been in some serious damn emotions and you know how it feels for people when you're in those dark times and it's hard to get out of certain situations. So you try and be that person that kind of elevates them a little bit and just makes them smile. Or, you know, if you can add a little bit of joy into their day. And then if you can also drive them and give them a bit of strength and positivity to look forward and move forward into something better, then that's perfect. Do you know, because we're all, this is what I keep telling community. Like with this is like all this thing I talk about. You want to talk about like a lot of corruption and that like that comes out and was talking about something like a lot of the stuff I talk about. I can find like publications like I said and stuff like that. Um, 
But this is all, it all happens at the top and then down at the bottom. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? They live a whole different life to us. We And uh, the way I look at it is we've got to look after each other. Yeah, you got to you got to stand up for your next door neighbour. You got to stand up for the people that are on your level as well. You know, because these people that you know, even these like celebs and that, like some of them, these Instagram kids that are growing into so much money. Yet you're trying to chase a dream, chase a life like theirs, which is like it's near impossible. Happen, it's near, yeah. near impossible. Um, but they sell it to you all the time. Like they're always trying to sell these people. Don't know how it is to live on the council. People don't know how to live on breadline. They don't know how to eat. You know what I mean? Uh, spaghetti bolognese every day because you know I mean you can't afford. You know what I mean? a good shot people don't know how you know what i mean how it is on on a serious level of, of you know what i mean of poverty or like we like i'm like you know what i mean we live from i've had it rough for certain periods and that lot and i brought i've been in like certain parts of like well people like people that money go through addiction as well but you know what i mean that's still i've still got an i've still i've been homeless a bit but i've still had a place to stay in that lot most of the time i've not been my house not been blown up in syria Kids, do you know what i mean yeah, there's, all, there's always there's some always something that's you know what i mean worse, the, yeah, worse, or, worse, or worse off, off yeah. yes um and you know and so you know i mean look look after you look in the people you, when you're around people and you start you communicate and you start looking after people we've separated so much like back in the day a lot of the 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 you know i mean the people would be in unions you know i mean work unions they would be they'd congregate at pubs all the times and, and they'd, they'd be you know what i mean conversing there and, and that's why some of the movements were so powerful back in the day with with, with an abundance of people were protesting but you know we've lost ourselves in our in our in our in um, technology and the connectability to each other and you know our social anxieties are through the roof people can't communicate well enough to you know i mean to, to with each other so we we disconnect so I'm, I'm i'm trying to get out there is actually do you know what i mean we what well, i mean we're all on this journey it's not easy yeah you know i mean but it's a lot easier if we all try and help each other well i want to just get back to that i want to get back to talking about conspiracies in the pub for yeah. the next 10 years yeah. everyone just do as you're told for a bit <laughs> stay safe get back in so we, the pubs can get back open so we can talk about how crazy this has been but over a bloody point yeah. and not through a screen like me and Reese. now we're talking through a screen let's get back to actually talking connecting face to face um so if you want to get some of his positivity that i am full of right now um get onto his instagram Check him out, Reese Thompson on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Reese Thompson. What a fire episode! Thanks for coming on. Thanks for Thanks joining for me. I hope people it. enjoy Absolutely listening. It. it took some time to get Peace you here. Peace and love. Peace but and love. Yeah. Um. Check him out. Check his videos out. Follow him. Um. Listen to this podcast. Keep sharing it. Keep liking. Um. I've been Sam Thompson. This has been Reese Thompson without a P. Um. Yes. And that's been another episode of the Coffee with Sam podcast. Wicked. That was yeah. sick. Loved it. That was yeah. sick. <laughs> Please check out Wax and Relax Double X UK. They smell amazing and they're handmade, they're handcrafted by the people who sell them. We've got one pumping in the studio right now, just behind uh, the camera, and it smells beautiful in here. You think it, it was some sort of a beauty parlor? Um, and you can get them at www.waxandrelax.com. Double X on the relax, guys, because it's just double the amount of relaxing when you get these bad boys flowing. .co.uk, sponsor of this podcast.